Hello, and welcome to Forward Church Online. In this weekly podcast, we hope that you'll have an encounter with God through inspired teaching and discover practical ways to help you live a life of purpose. We hope you enjoy today's message. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. Wednesday night in the middle of the week on a school night, and there they are. That's, that's incredible, okay? Aren't you pleased with what God's doing? Okay, tonight is, um, we're doing it together tonight because we're believing God for more room. Don't, don't you believe in that? And more people in, in God's kingdom, okay? But because we're all here tonight and they're not over at the gym, um, normally what we do when we do our break session, the guys may go there and the girls stay here and we talk about... We haven't finished that series on what? Awesome! Now, if I was at school right now, that's a, that's a milkshake tomorrow. Okay? That's what happens right there. We've been working on building trust. Building trust. So tonight we're going to do it together. All right? Turn to someone and say, let's do it together, guys. There you go. And you guys can relax, you can relax, you don't have to run tonight. Hold on, Sunday's coming. You do not know what's in store. So, as we get ready, Robin's going to come up, and she is going to be a part of what we're going to do this evening. We're going to talk about the building blocks of trust. Many of you are married, some of you are wondering why. Many of you would like to be married, and you will be. So, here are some phenomenal articles, pass these out men, so that everybody gets one, I need another, here we go, good job, this is through the ministry of focus on the family, and it's a very important article, which you can't read tonight, while you're here, and it's all about trust, okay, so enjoy that, it comes through the ministry of Dr. James Dobson, okay, so enjoy that if you will this evening, and then can I get two ladies please? To come on up, because we're not using screens tonight, okay? What we are using are handouts. Everybody, I need, there we go. Everyone gets a copy of what we're going to be doing tonight. If this is your first night here on the building block of trust, if you will see me, I'll get the other copies to you, so you can have, how many know it's important to have a solid wall, solid foundation? So if you're getting this one and you haven't got the other ones, well, your wall's not going to be complete, all right? So tonight we're going to work together, um, and, and this, is, this is going to be a cool time of interacting, sharing, uh, and using our time wisely, okay? Um, I just found out this evening that there is a scarlet and gray day that I've got to get home and see tonight, okay? I know you don't care. I don't blame you one bit. It's all right. All right, so I'm not, I'm not going to keep you long. Robin's going to be coming up, and we're going to go through. Um, let me just tag that. I've got to say a special thank you to one of the men in the house. Someone gave me a brand-new Bible uh, here in the house, and look at the color. I didn't ask for that color. And I didn't ask for this either, but somebody brought this to me, and you put that together. Turn to somebody and say, ain't God good. We are having so much fun 
at our school. We have a new school resource officer, and everybody's putting up their various SEC logos and ACC logos and Notre Dame. And I walked into his office um, yesterday, and I see this big bulldog. You've got to be kidding me. I said, Officer Anderson, what in the world? He said, I'm a dog. I'm a Georgia Bulldog. <laughs> it was great. We're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, I haven't seen all of the uh, members of the SEC yet, but I'm sure they're going to show up. We've got Auburn Tigers. We've got Alabama. We've got, uh, of course, the Gators are in there. And I haven't seen Ole Miss or Mississippi State. Georgia Bulldogs are in. So how many know it's fun to have a good time where you work? I really want to encourage you, be around people that lift you up, build you up, all right? So tonight, let's talk about building blocks of trust. We're going to open up with Jeremiah chapter 17. It's in front of you, okay? Jeremiah chapter 17, as we look at the importance of building blocks, and as we do so, let's bow in a word of prayer, and Robin, if you'll lead out in prayer, okay, because you've got more to say than I do to him, so go ahead and, and let him know all about it tonight, all right? Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, I thank you for everyone that's here tonight. Lord, I ask that what you have to say tonight will be listened to and heard by the people that are here, Father. I thank you, Lord, that you are the one that we can ultimately trust with everything. Father, we love you, and I just ask that you will give us the words to say, no more and no less, in Jesus' name, amen. I don't know if that last part was a warning or not. (laughs) All right, where's Israel? We need some kind of a song to get us rolling. We all have the same version tonight, okay? We have the same version, so we get to read together. Isn't that wonderful? Because a lot of times when we all have our Bibles, we have different versions. And how many know that's wonderful? Okay, I want to encourage you, bring your Bibles to church. And it's okay to have a variety of versions. It's fine, okay? And you're not going to be in trouble about that. Tonight, we all get to read together, okay? Are you ready? Let's go. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. Whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water. That sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought. And never fails to bear fruit. Amen. Now, we have captured that. And I'd like for you, you won't find it on your handout. So you might want to make this as a note. Would you say with me tonight, those who trust in the Lord, those who trust in the Lord will, always be fruitful. will always be fruitful. And what does that mean to me? I hope you're going to take some notes tonight. When there's no more fruit in my life, the issue is trust. Jeremiah, God's word, bank on it. When we trust him, we're going to be productive. We're going to be producing. Okay, does that make sense? All right, so tonight, let's take another look at some very important building blocks on trust. Okay, I'm going to ask my wife to kind of lead. She's a great lead-off hitter. Um, Tremendous, and I just want to give a little shout-out. Can I do that? Is it all right? Okay. Now, remember, I'm going to watch Scarlet and Gray tonight, so these are not brownie points. (laughs) But I could be banking. How many are banking? You all act like you're in church. We need to get up and run around tonight. 
Come on, now, we're always banking, all right? In fact, Jesus says it would be real good for you to open a bank account in heaven and start putting your treasures where the things of this world cannot touch. Y'all with me? So let me give a shout out. You really do want someone that you can trust in your life and who will cover areas that need to be covered because they could be uncovered. How many know trust always establishes a covering? Somewhere I'd probably be taking some notes or something. I don't know. So last evening, and she's going to tell me about this later, but I won't be listening because it's scarlet and gray night, okay? This is what you want when you think about getting committed to someone uncovenant. If there's no covenant, there's no commitment. I, I guess I probably would be taking some notes. I, I don't know. If there is no covenant ordained by God, there is no commitment, there is no trust. So last night I said, What are you doing? Where are you going, girl? She said, I'm going to the church. I said, Whoa, holy, holy. She wasn't coming out here to seek God. She was coming out here to serve God. And everything that was here on Sunday is not here now, correct? Can you all see? Are you all here tonight? Remember what this looked like on Sunday? It's all gone. You want someone in your life who's in covenant with God, in covenant with you, who's committed to what you're committed to. Trust can be established. Her prayer's not working, is it? I'm already out over the edge. Am I not? But you should be getting these nuggets. And so I want to thank you tonight. That's another reason why I wanted to marry you. Because I knew that you would always be there willing to work behind the scenes. Be very nervous if who you're with are individuals who've always got to be in the spotlight. Example. You ready for the first one? Example, one of our young men this morning found out for the next three days he's got work detail because he decided to play a game, and I love games. And his game was, I'm not turning in my cell phone. I said, game on, baby, let's play. (laughs) Guess what? I've got snitches all over that campus. (laughs) They'll rat on each other in a heartbeat. You all know that. Man, those birds will sing. And they don't do what she's about to discuss with you. They do not do number one. They actually do number two. Sorry. (laughs) They mess on each other. So they turned him in. And I said to him, and we're now launching into the first one. I said to him and called him by name. I said, you mean to tell me you don't know who I am? I told you what would happen if you don't turn your cell phone in. I'm not going to put you in ISS. You've got work detail. Come on in. And let's start cleaning the cafeteria. But see, if he doesn't see that model, then he doesn't see it's important to do it. So I said, here's what we'll do. While you're cleaning off the tables, I'm talking about handling times outside the spotlight. I said, I'm going to clean the floor while you clean all the tables. And just like that, you could see all of his feathers go back into place. Let me explain a little bit more. Because we have different backgrounds and nationalities, he could have been very upset because there's an authority figure, and here he is, a young man, and from a different background, and here I am standing over him, so to speak. So I said, let me show you how to serve. People who serve are trustworthy. 
Number one, I would probably. Number one is keep your word. <laughs> say what you're going to do and do what you say. Launch out onto that a little bit. <clears throat> he was supposed to do this. I'm not supposed to do this. Keep your word. If you say you're going to do something, make sure you do what you say you're going to do. Don't say you're going to do something and then not, because that breaks trust for sure. Um, and if you know that you can't do it, don't don't feel obligated to say, I will do it, when you know darn good and well you're not going to be able to do it. Just say, I can't do that right now. Or, you know, maybe later I'll do something. Just don't, don't say you will and don't. Good. How many grew up back in the day? <clears throat> I at least got to see a couple of you. Back in the day, we used to hear this. Your word, come on, help me out. Your word is your bond. And then along came James Bond. Sorry. Don't be religious on me, okay? Keep this thing the way it should be. Your word is your bond. We're looking at married couples here tonight. We're looking at individuals who may want to get married someday. I'm giving you some information tonight that the Holy Spirit has put together for us. If you want to go anywhere in relationships, you've got to develop what you say is what you mean. Does that make sense to you? What you say is what you mean. The reason our children are all messed up today is because we messed them up. Notice what I, I didn't point at anybody. I did this right here. And so a lot of these kids that are coming to us in the academy, they hear me say something, but they don't expect for it to happen because it doesn't happen at home. Turn to somebody and say, back it up. Back it up. Just back it up. That's, they want that. They need that. They long for that. They desire that. Will they buck that? Of course they buck that. But they just want to know that it's sturdy and solid. All right? So let's make a declaration before we read together God's word. Are you ready? Let's make a declaration. Father, as of tonight, Father, as of tonight I, am I am learning, learning to, keep my word. to keep my word. It starts tonight. Does that make sense? Okay. Read with me, if you will, please. First, first John 2, 5. Now watch this real close. I do this every day with the students. We say the pledge to the flag every day. And I'll get it rocking and rolling, and then I kind of back off a little bit because I want to hear the rumble in the jungle. I want to hear the kids really shouting out the pledge to the flag. Okay? I love America. I am in the kingdom that's eternal, but I love our country. And if we slow it down and back it off, guess where the kids are going? Deeper than where we left it. Further away from all the principles. So I'm going to get you started. I'm going to back out a little bit. And I just want you to, I want to hear the rumble in here as we read this scripture. All right, here we go. It's going to be 1 John 2, 5 together. But whoso keeps his word in him, in him is, is the love of God, God perfected. Hereby know we, we that we are. Are in him. him. Watch this. Man, I don't know what's happened, God. Man, I, I was walking with you. I could feel your love, and your love was just running through me. But lately, I, where is your love? What have you done? It's like, like you shut down the TV show. God, where is your love? The answer is in that verse. Look with me, if you will, please. 
Whoso keeps his word, in him verily is the love of God perfected. The more I keep my word, the more his love impacts me and flows through me. Let me explain it to you this way. And I'm going to let you pick it up for a moment. You can use the quote or whatever you'd like to tie up and then we're going to move on. After I finished coaching at the high school, I started coaching CAAA baseball. I didn't do the football. And at the end of every season, I told the kids who were on our team, it was an incentive because I wanted to win. You got to put incentives out there. Hello? You got to put incentives in front of your children. And I said, here's what we're going to do. When the season is over, we're going to have tickets for you to go down and watch Tampa. Tampa, right. We're going to go down there. We'll make sure it's all paid for. We're going down and watch. And you know what? Those kids expected that. And we never failed to take those kids down to Tampa to watch a baseball game. Some of those kids had never, not all, some of the kids had never been out of Levy County, let alone to a Major League Baseball game. If you want God's love to come to you and through you, keep your word. It's not that deep, is it? But it's pretty profound. Have you got it? So when you feel like, man, where's God's love? Maybe God would say, have you checked lately? All the things you say and then you don't back that up. You don't get it done. The more we keep our word, his love is perfected. Okay? Now do you see why we can run around and have fun in here and dance and all of that? Because we're learning to really, really be captivated by his word, which brings structure into our lives. And in a relationship, the same thing goes. I mean, if I tell Dennis I'm going to do something and I don't do it, then, you know, I mean, not that he doesn't love me more or less, but it's like he doesn't trust what I say. And if we don't trust each other in a relationship, you really don't have much. I mean, really, because a relationship is based on trust. You have to trust each other. With your feelings, you have to trust each other with your bodies. I mean, you know, if you're a husband and wife, that you you have to trust that, that your mate is not going to do anything that would hurt you or, eat, you know, vice versa. And I think that's what the trust level in a relationship is the same as with our father. We trust him to do what he says, therefore... He trusts us to do what we say. Um, our spouse trusts us to do what we say. I trust him to do what. So it's, everything is based on trust. And if you don't have trust, you really don't have anything. Trust is like the foundation. That's where you build the walls of your house. So if you don't have trust, then. And the quote is, commitment means staying loyal to what said you, what you said you were going to do as long after the mood you said it in has left you, and that's true. Mm. You know, you I mean, mood is everything. Yes. Yeah, so let me just tag that real quick. You know, she gave me a signal a moment ago, and I kind of walked away. But her signal is not as strong as her word. She's already given me her word. She was going to match up with me in scarlet and gray tonight. Y'all all right with that? Trust. Trust. Turn to somebody and say, he's off course. Bad. No, but you missed, you missed the point, and we're ready for number two. A signal doesn't destroy the word you've already established. 
Like, okay, I'm going to tell you, I flirt with my wife a lot. But you will never see me flirting with anyone else but my wife. And out of that flirt will come statements or words of trust. Like, we're going to get together, aren't we? Building blocks of trust. But listen, folks, what you don't understand is what you see here is only the front. Behind the scene, it's like, can't wait to get with you. Let's get to number two real quick. I'm trying to, listen, listen, if I was unsaved nor committed to the kingdom or a local church and I walked in and saw most, I would walk out before you could speak to me. Because I don't want what most people have. God has much more for us. We just need to step up and begin building our lives on trust. Because it's fun. Hard work, yes, but it's fun. Hard work, but it's fun. Number two. Trust is easier when you establish your values. Value long-term relationships more than short-term success. How many of us, take just a moment and think, if you will please, reflect. How many of us in the past did just the opposite? We weren't thinking long-term. We were thinking of the immediate moment that we were in. Really? Thank you. I got a couple. Man, I lived my whole life that way from junior high school. That's what it was called back then. There was no such thing as middle school. It was junior high school. From junior high through high school, I did not live that principle. I did not live that quote. I wasn't thinking long-term. I was thinking of the immediate moment. moment worked for me. Do you want me to dig down and explain that to you, or you want to leave it alone? That's okay. Just say, leave it alone. Leave it alone. See, that's I I will, okay, because she asked me to. But that's what concerns me about the body of Christ. We act like we have no clue what that was like. That's why I put on, every day I put a scripture and a quote so that I get a good grade down at Southeastern, sorry. (laughs) On Facebook and both at Southeastern, the other day the quote was in regards to what he has done for us. He took us up out of the miry clay and he set our feet up on a solid rock. How many know where you came from? If you don't know where he brought you from, you have a hard time building trust. Because there was a day in my life when I was not trustworthy. I was grafted in to the things of the culture. Anybody here? I, I didn't even realize I was being drafted and grafted. Drafting and grafted right into the culture. And I thought that was what it was supposed to be. So read the quote again, and then we're going to look at the scripture. The quote? Uh, Your opening statement there, establishing your values. Value long-term relationships more than short-term successes. successes. It It will absolutely protect your relationship, dating or marriage. Or if you're single and you have children, it will absolutely protect them. I won't get into the issues, but she must have had a lot of time on her hands today. Brittany was sending us all kind of text about some ideas that she had for Joshua. But behind the scenes stood Brittany thinking about, I'm going, you got to be crazy. And you're thinking, now what was he? It's not short term, it's long term. Okay? Just because we had a disagreement, I'm not talking, I'm making this up. All right? And we won't have one, the Lord willing. Unless you don't get it right just because you've had a disagreement and there's something that needs to be straightened out, you don't walk away from that. 
You've got a covenant here. You've got to work this out. You've got to work through this. Okay? And you don't hold grudges. One of our values cannot be, I've got a grudge against you. I'm talking about in friendship, in relationship, in covenant. God doesn't have a grudge against you. There are no grudges in covenant. And a little bit, I'm going to start asking some questions. Some of you are looking at me like your eyes are glazed over like. There are no grudges in covenant. That's why we could run around and sing grace is chasing us. Let go of the grudges tonight. The Holy Spirit is here. Let go of the grudges. Let go of this mindset. I will get even. Listen, listen, you better go back and study the book of Esther. There was a man who wanted to get even with Mordecai. And what he built became his sanctuary. I will get that person. It may not be right now, but I'm going to get that person. Ooh, the Spirit of the Lord is here. That would not be a value that you want to put into your life. You don't want to incorporate that because you're going to downsize that right into your children. (laughs) Say with me tonight, no grudges. Not one of my values. All right, let's read together the Scripture. Matthew 20, 28. Ready? Just as the Son of Man... Did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. That is the value that we hold highly in this ministry. And it's very high in his kingdom. What is that? Serving. Just serving. Just serving. That's what God's called us to. How many find that difficult sometimes in marriage? Really? Come on. Sure it is tough. It's tough. In a relationship? Why do I have to serve? That's what I married you for. Don't, you see, we really, how many know God's uncovering some things? You get home before I do, why isn't everything all ready? And then all of a sudden, not only do we think that our spouse should be serving in all the areas of the home, all of a sudden we want them just serving us. How many of that can be a form of idolatry? Are y'all having fun tonight? No wonder marriages get sour and relationships just begin to kind of go into fragment positions and all of a sudden there's a major breakdown and a shift because all of a sudden people are beginning to realize, wow, he acts like she has to serve him. God didn't bring her into my life to serve me. God brought her into my life that together we would serve him. Go ahead. Does that buy back anything? (laughs) Quote. The quote for that one is, it's not hard to make decisions when you know what your values are. How many have been around indecisive people? They have no values. Man, I can make decisions. I know how to make decisions. They're getting better in the journey of life, but we've got to be able to know how to be decisive. And you can absolutely bring things to a place where you go, yes, this is it, let's move. Let's go in this direction. Are you in agreement? Or she may say, and I'll say, you know what? Makes a lot of sense. Let's move. Let's go with that. 
Okay? So the first two, we've only got two more to go, and then we're going to open up some things so that you guys can interact as we come down the stretch. All right? We've looked at the importance of keeping your word. All right? Let me back that up. If I tell her that we're going to go out on a date, she's expecting that. And then if I break that, I've affected our relationship. Hasn't altered the covenant, but it has impacted. Lord Jesus, he is so strong right now. It doesn't change the covenant, but it does have an impact on the relationship. Okay? Does that make sense? For example, on Tuesday evenings, Joshua knows now that the trash has got to be out on Tuesday evening because they come to pick it up early on Wednesday. My expectation is this. When I come in on Tuesday, I expect to see that trash out there at the road. I don't mean on the ground either, in the trash can. All right? That's an expectation. And he's given me his word. He's going to get it done. That's exactly what I expect. Okay? Number two, values. We can't teach our children those values unless we carry it out. They will devalue your values if you don't keep your word. Okay? This is what I meant, but this is really what I said. Or this is what I said, but down here is what I really meant. And we do that. We play teeter-totter with children. Okay? Number three. How many are getting some things out of this tonight? On on your values, um, you have to, when it says establish, you have to know what your values are before you get into a relationship. Because if you don't know what your values are and you go into the relationship and his values may be not what my values are, but I haven't established mine, then his will overrule. And therefore, I will go or we split up. You know, I mean, it's either whatever. I will either come under his values, which I may not agree with, And therefore, the trust level will always be at a, there will always be that, mm, not really sure if I can trust that because I'm not really sure his values are not what mine were. And I think when you go into a relationship and you have not established your own value, then you buy into that value, which you knew way back here was not your value. That's the reason we have issues in relationships. Because we've not established our value before we get there. It's just, I mean, we've, we've taught in youth ministries as well. And you always tell the kids, establish your value before you go out with that person. And your value is to stay in the front seat of that vehicle. If you go toward the back seat, your value, you, you walk. You go home. That's, and that's the way it is. You've got to set your values and you should value yourself very highly, even if they don't. That you should always value yourself. Never let you think less of yourself than you should. Okay? You are mo- the most important person to you. When you get into a relationship, then it becomes together, he is my important person. I'm his important person under God. That's, we learned that at Jensen's church a few years ago in our marriage conference. God is number one. And if both of us have values toward God, it's like a a triangle. God here, 
Dennis here, Robin here, if we have that, we're both working closer to God. It's also bringing us closer because you know how a triangle is. You're far apart here, but the more you get here, the closer you become. So set your values high. If there's any single person in here, set your values high and know that that person that you're dating or, or liking or whatever has the same values or higher than yours. Don't ever go with somebody that has lesser values than you. Just One more piece. And if we don't finish this tonight, we'll save the rest of it for um, September. Oh, no, no, no. That's very important, what you just did. That's very important. That was huge. That was huge. That was really big. One more piece here on this value. You can't take the values of your upbringing and bring them in and make them the value of a new covenant. Let me give you an example. One of the values of my father was supper is at 5 o'clock. The food will be on the table. The children will be around the table. I'm coming in at 4.30, quarter to 5, and we're eating at 5 o'clock. That's what I grew up on. Every day, every week, every month, every year. So you format that, and then you want to take that into a new relationship. Man, you just got hell all over the place. I'm, I'm not, you, you, I don't know how else to make it. That's what's happening with a lot of people. They remember how they were raised, and they try to bring those and make those concrete values. That worked for my parents. That don't work for us. It never has worked for us. Okay? And she's not going to let that work for us, though. My, I, had, I grew up with the same thing. Yeah. I mean, we ate like that, too, but it just don't work. That's the ideal yeah. way yeah. back when. Yeah. And that worked back there. So what I'm, maybe some things are starting to fall off going, wow, I, I can see where we just automatically allowed things to come in from their covenant and made it in our covenant. This is a brand-new covenant. I, I, and no, no disrespect, this is not Wayne and Marjorie's covenant. This is Robin and Dennis's covenant with God. He'll give you the values that you need if you're in covenant with him. Does it, I, I want to make sure you guys get that tonight. Because it's real easy to get dwarfed from the past. Again, if I was taking notes, that would probably be one I'd want to write down. There are many Christians that are dwarfed by their past. And God says, man, I'm trying to grow you up and get you into something big, brand new, who you can be and me. So let's really begin looking at our values. Let's really begin looking at where we can improve on keeping our word. All right, let's do this. I'm going to stop right there, okay? Because we still have two more. But here's what I want you to do. If you have a pen or a pencil, you have plenty of room on the back, correct? I'd like for you to take a moment and write out for me, I'm not coming around to grade it, where is an area of weakness that you have recognized tonight where you need to keep your word? Okay, here's one that I've been working on. Father, I promise that every day I'm going to put my face in your word. It may not be the color of gray, but I'm going to be in your word every day. Father, I'm giving you examples. You don't have to write that one down. Where does God want you to start keeping your word? Lord, I will be a man of prayer. I was in Dollar General the other day 
in Bronson, and a woman passed me. She doesn't know me. I've never seen her before, and she, I'm not going to go into all the information, but she said, I can tell that you're a man of prayer. Let me help you out here. People know where you're coming from before you even talk. Did you know that? You carry stuff. Did you know that? Either of the kingdom or of this world. Do you all understand that? So I want you to write down <clears throat> on the back of the paper, and we're not, going, we're not going to take the time to open up and share because I don't think we're at that level yet. But you talk about community that, that the man of God put up there for us tonight. True community starts saying, hey, here's an area of weakness in my life where I'm not keeping my word. Will you help me? Anybody can go to church. Not everybody lives in the kingdom. Boom, right there. Boom, right there. Jesus loved the kingdom and then was never escorted out of the kingdom. But boy, did he have trouble in the temples. He's still having trouble in the temples, isn't he? And I know you're thinking the church. No, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So write down some things in regards to keeping your word. Last piece. I'd like for you to write down three values that you absolutely hold true to. Three values of your own. Okay? Man, you've got to be kidding me. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. And you're asking me to do a little bit of work. The kingdom is about work. The Bible says, work while it's still day. We used to sing a hymn in the church, work for the night is coming when man's work is done. So there's a little bit of work here as we get ready to close tonight. What are three values you hold to? She was talking about that. And by the way, we really haven't had a lot of time to go, how do you want this to kind of look tonight? You know, we put it together and then we pray and we trust the Holy Spirit to do what he always does. Show up and bring information to our lives. That's what she was talking about. Now, watch this. The next level, that was A, here's your B. What are three values that God's been speaking to you about that you need to shore up? Don't show that to anybody. This is between you and the Lord. You write down three values that you hold to. And then, because he's here. And he is the teacher, by the way. Mm -hmm. He is the teacher. Okay? I'd like for you to write down three values that he's been talking to you about long before tonight that you need to shore up. Write them down. And in just a moment, there's going to be some background music, and it, it won't be Israel tonight, okay? I, I kind of like to throw that in there and just see what would happen, but we won't do that. Here's what we're going to do. With some background music, here's what we're going to do. I need for you to take, because you've written on the back, I need for you to fold it so it's inside, so it, no one can see it, but the outside, okay? You ready? In the next few moments while the music begins to play, you're going to get up from where you're seated because now you're very comfortable moving around in here. And you're going to go hook up with somebody. You're not going to talk about it because you already know what you wrote down. He's going to put his on top of mine. 
He's going to pray and then I'm going to pray. We're not going to divulge anything that we wrote. Sometimes prayer rooms can become gossip centers. I told you I'm a man of prayer and I don't tolerate any of that stuff. Like, I don't want to hear down here what you want to send up there. And if it's properly sent up there, it stays up. Stays up there. So then what we do is we put our two together and we place our hands like we're in the huddle. And we're going to take a moment. We're going to pray. He, he showed a video tonight about community. We're going to ask God to help us to keep our words. And then we're going to ask God to strengthen our values and to go to work on the values that need a little help. And you don't need to tell anybody what those were. And then I simply agree. Father, I just thank you for Jared right now that as he has prayed, I pray with him. And I thank you that his word is stronger now than ever. And I thank you that his values are increasing in Jesus' name. So that's what we're going to do, all right? Everybody good with that? Everybody good? God never called us to come to church. God called us to be the church. Okay? Ready? Let's stand together. Robin, I'm going to ask that you pray over us so that there's real comfort and peace. And you're going to move to somebody, our husband, like Robin and I, we're going to do ours right here. Okay? A husband and wife, that'd be, that's what it, yeah. Man, we, we, we don't pray together. It starts tonight. You start praying together, okay? Then I want you to find a partner, and I want you to agree. Preferably, I'm going to be honest with you now, preferably, unless the Holy Spirit is drawing you to him or to her, because you got your eye on him, whatever, whatever. I would like for ladies to pray with ladies outside of a covenant. And I want the men to pray. You, did you know? Look, look. You, y'all didn't see me walk over to a lady and do that. You saw me go to a man. And say, here's mine. Here's yours. Let's pray. And now since she and I are in covenant, I don't want any man coming up here praying over my wife. We're in covenant. Get yourself out of here. How many know that God's called me to be a shepherd under him who is the ultimate shepherd? Okay. Hey, we're in great, great shape. I want us to take about three minutes. So that means a minute and a half. So don't get in the Holy of Holies and go crazy on me. And, and pray and nobody else gets to pray. All right? Ready? Go to work.
we've got one minute one more minute can you tell us as we get ready to walk out of here tonight what's happened um, God's just built a brand new level of trust coming down the stretch about 10 seconds I see it now I see it now God has just established new levels of trust in this room let's stand together across the house tonight your spouse this would be a real good time to give them a hug don't tell them anything okay they already know whatever you want to say if you're by your spouse tonight this would be a real good time Father, we've had fun tonight. (laughs) We've had a great time together. I really believe, Father, what's happened in here tonight is stemming off of what happened in here on Sunday. I really believe you are chasing us, going, I got you. I got you. Here's some more grace so your trust can be stronger. Father, we're just, we're in love with you tonight. We're in love with you. And we thank you that we are lively stones built upon the cornerstone Christ Jesus. Oh, we give you praise tonight. We exalt your name. We love you. We magnify the name that's above every name. What a cornerstone. You are awesome in this place. We give you praise and honor to think that you took me out of the miry clay and you put my feet on a solid rock and you said, I will give you a new name and I will give you life and I will give you a living stone. God, I'm excited and I trust you tonight. I thank you for always keeping your word. I thank you that your values are greater than anything that this world could ever, ever imagine. And we embrace you tonight. And we give you praise tonight. Keep chasing us. Keep chasing us. Oh, we feel a holy dance in our lives. Not just in our feet, in our lives. Keep bringing on that grace. And we release grace over this community. We release grace over this region. We release grace over this nation. And I thank you there's a new breed of believers coming alive in Jesus' name. And God's people said, come on, give him a big round of applause. Come on, church. Come on. Man, I feel the presence of the Lord in this house tonight. I thank you, Father. We love you. We love you. And while we sleep tonight, we know that your eye is upon us. You never slumber and you never need sleep. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. God's people said,
Have fun. See you Sunday or Saturday or Thursday. Thanks for listening to this edition of Forward Church Online. We hope this has been a blessing in your life and that you'll share this and other great resources with your friends. We want to invite you to explore our webpage at www.myforwardchurch.org. There, you'll find online giving, church events, and so much more. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Twitter as there's always something happening around Forward Church. If you're ever in our area, we'd like to extend an invitation to come be a part of one of our live worship experiences. Thanks again for listening to the Forward Church online podcast. Have a great week.